Agutner of Shabbos. We're going to talk today a little bit on the Indian of Hashpah. How is one Mashpi on the Welt around them? I'll call Yochid the Yochid on the Mishpacha on the Welt around them. Rebitzik Hutner, Zechatzadak Levrocha, brought down a cash in this week's parasha from his Rebbe, the Alta from Slobodka. And I heard this from a Biankov as well, in a little bit of a different signal. The parasha begins with the Indian of the Shemen Zayizoch. And then it says, Michutz, the Paroiches Ha'edus, Yarechoy Sayaren. So Rashi brings down the famous Chazal. Why is it called the Paroiches Ha'edus? Because the menorah, which we're talking about, was Edus L'choboy Olam. That's the Lashon Chazal use. It was a testimonial for the Gantz of Elt. That's Shechina Sherebi Yisrael. So the message of the Menorah was broadcasted to the Gantz of Elt. And then Chazal bring down the nest, and there Marovi was always lit. Boyomasil. Now Marovi. So Ritzakutner brought down that his Rebbe asked, Edusi Lachoboy Oilo. The Mishnah Perkeovas brings down many Nisim on the base of Mingdosh. Asora Nisim. Most of the Nisim in the base of Mingdosh were visible. People saw them, they were obvious. The Menorah was hiding in the Hechel. If you go through Meseches Talmud, you go through the Seder Ayoim, how many people saw the Menorah every day? Adishon, Ados, Akterevo, Fosse given the Gansam Less than 10 Koyanim witnessed this miracle. So this was a miracle of Betsinah. This miracle was in hiding. So why does the Torah go all out? And tell us this, that this is the one, this is the Edus. This is the Edus. You want to know where the real testimony is? This is the testimony. To everybody. So Chazal pick almost the most private miracle in the Beis Hamikdash. And from that Chazal make, this is the public miracle. This is the worldwide miracle. Obviously there's something... Mashu Khan, there's something cooking over here. The Alta said a Muridikavarat, which we're gonna double down from Shashafal Hirsh, from the Khazanish, from many, many other Kidoli Israel, which will bring out the same unbelievable lesson. And I think it lies in the whole parasha. Last night I was learning with during the Vad with the Basmandrish Bachram. So we, we go through every week, we go through a, a, peri, a Mishnah in Perkeovas. So last night we were aiming on a Shur Mishnah. Harchik Mishochin Ra. Stay away from a bad neighbor. Harchik Mishochin Ra. Just say Harchik Miyodim Ra. Shochin means you're already a neighbor. Right? The message of the Mishnah is don't live near a Rosh. Don't become a Shochin. 
Hashachan is once you're there. Who's your neighbor? Somebody you live next to. If you don't live next to him, it's not a neighbor. Right? If I tell you don't live near that person, I'm basically, he's not your neighbor yet. I'm saying don't, don't become a neighbor. So we made a shtickle analogy that we find in Chazal Dover Vahafuchay. We find in Chazal Ocher something which is a contradiction. In one, in one memory in the Gemara. Toivle Tzadik, Toivle Shechenai. Sounds like if a Rosha is a Shachan with a Tzadik, he wins. The Tzadik wins. Toivle Tzadik, Toivle Shechenai. Then we find Euler Rosha, Euler Shechen. It sounds like if a, if a tzaddik lives near Rosha, Euler Rosha, Euler Shechen. So which one is it? So obviously, Balabatas, you could say it depends how bad, it depends how good. A real Rosha, not such a tzaddik, a real tzaddik. Yeah, I can't, I can't, you can start splitting gears. But the memra on its own is a conflicting message. The memra is a conflicting message. So how do you understand the memra? So I told Sue that in this week's parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned. Chazal say, Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Mecheni no misifro chashaka savta." Meila, because of that, by the Chet Egel, Moshe said he raised my name from the Torah. His name was taken out. Parshas Tzad. So parsha, you learn, sounds like some kind of pagam. Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Take my name out." So one parasha take, but Problem I have is that that memra is totally, totally outweighed by all the memras in Chazal and Medroshim take Megillus Esther, where Chazal and Meshabech Moshe that he was ready to give up his name for Klal Yisrael. from Moshe Rabbeinu. So if Moshe Rabbeinu is such a madrega. He's ready to give up his name for Klai So Why would we have a parasha where we take his name out? Adarabe. We should have a couple extra names. She could kefil. What's pshat? So obviously it's not a negative. It's obviously a different word. Why is it taka here in Parshas Tetzav? If it's going on a post that's written later, why is taka found here in Parshas Tetzav? So this is all what we were, what we were discussing I'm not going to go through the Arichas Dvorim on that, but I just wanted to mo'er that point. One other Nakuda. There's a very mystical kli found in the list of Big Day Kuna. The Um Vatumim. The Um We know the Um Vatumim. Tremendous Koiches. There are certain things for Klaus Yisrael you can't even do without the Um Vatumim. Meaning, significant things that have to happen to Klal Yisrael. To go out to Muhammad, Lohoisif Alayir, Lohoisif Alamigdosh. You need the Urmvatumim. Whole Chalukah Zahoritz was with Urmvatumim. Kairola is this, but Urmvatumim. So the Urm Vatumim is hard to understand. I'm not saying it's hard to understand. The Rishonim, the Ramban, the Rashi, the Ran. What is it, the Urm Vatumim? All the other big day kuna, the Torah describes how to make it, what it is. Comes to Urm Vatumim. 
The Torah says, in the Choshen, you should put Esau Urim Vesatumim. Vos? What's the Urim Vesatumim? And that's why Rashi and the Ramban explain that the Urim Vesatumim was something that was Nimsal Moshe. Wasn't something they had to make. And it's something they put into the Choshen. And that's why it's Behei Ayadiyah. Ho Urim. That Urim, which was already here, that Urim, it wasn't something make the Urim Vatumim. But the Drosha Saran in Drush Gimel is Oymid. What's, what's it doing? What is this exactly? And I'm going I'm to share with you a frightening idea that he says. And this Mamish supports the Yisoyed from the altar, the Yisoyed from Shamshan Fal Hirsh, the Yisoyed from the Chazanish. It's mamish. Uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a life changer if you think about it. Even as a, in every stage that you'll be in life, parent, a husband, a rosh kehila, it doesn't matter what, what what position you'll be in. It's something that every every Jew has to know this, right? Because usually, how do people? What do people do when they're not heard? They talk louder. And then if the, he's still not heard, so if you have a shikal temper, you get angry. Right? Listen to me! People unfortunately are that way with, everyone, with their family. I'm all chashon person with their own parents. Parents have to be more but unfortunately people sometimes even with their parents are that way. You're frustrated. Somebody doesn't listen to you. You get frustrated. Right? And the natural reaction, talk louder, scream, bully. These are all techniques, nonsensical techniques that people use to try to be heard. Let me be heard. I'm going to shry, I have a I'm going to be heard. Besides that, this is on a, on a side note, that they did once research, and they found that the lower that people speak, like if you're talking to somebody, you talk low, the more focused the person is to you. People tune out loud voices. <laughs> People tune them out. You know, it's, it's, if I care, you talk low. It's, uh, Rabbi Yankif always spoke softly. So firstly, he was a soft person. He was a, he was a, he had a, he was a prince. But I want to ask him straight. It's a Friday night. Rabbi Yankif used to give the chumash here. Mamish, if, if you didn't... It, it, if you didn't mamish cringe to hear, it was hard to hear. You'll miss a... So I once asked him straight. I said, Vavos you know, it's, it's so low. I said, I, you know, I, I was, I was bakfemte, I was Hamish by Biankif, you know, too Hamish maybe. I said, you know, it's, it's Friday night. It's late. I didn't want to say that there were two, three people like this, you know, I didn't want to describe exactly what I see, because Rabbi Yankif was a big chacham. He was able to see with his eyes closed what I was able to see with my eyes open. But uh, maybe... Uh, so he tells me, the As That's part of my cheshbon. It's Friday night, you're tired. I'm trying to give over something that's thought-provoking. It ain't gonna work unless you unless you unless you unless you tune in. So either you're gonna tune in or you're not gonna tune in. But screaming is not the point. 
doesn't give in. That was his technique. Lamaisa, Lamaisa, the altar said a Muradik Yisait. He said that it's not, it's not the power, the charisma of the message that makes it be heard. It's the purity. It's the emiss. That's what makes it be heard. Dalta said. He said the menorah and the heichal with the kohanim. That was the mokim amukdash. That message went lechol boyel because of its purity, because of the tahara of the message. That's why it went out. And he brought a muridik gemara. The gemara in Avodah and Aleph says that Uncle Sager, who came from the family, the big Goyesha dynasty family, and he became a ger. And his family wasn't very happy, and the Kaiser sent people to try to get uncles. And you, Hill remembers the Gemara. They went, and every group that he sent got kechapt, stayed by the state over there. Megayo given. And the Gemara brings down like Pasha to Zachen. <laughs> the mezuzah, when they went to the mezuzah, he told them uh, the Rabbanishalom is outside. The Rabbanishalom watches us from the outside of Melchus. And they all became, uh, they were Megayer. So the altar said, I don't understand. This should be a new Mahalach of Kirov. Just bring all these people to the mezuzah. And tell them, Uncle Sagea's message. So the altar said, it's not the mezuzah. It was Uncle's. It was Uncle's tahara. It was Uncle's purity. It was Uncle's realness. The emiss. That was the message. It was where it was coming from. It wasn't these words, look at the mezuzah. It was where the words were coming from. Revol B'zeich was once giving Aganza Drosha to people, Isaac and Kirif. And he was mamish telling them this Yisoyed of the altar. He said, I want to tell you, he said. He said, I'll tell you the first Baal Shuva that I met here in Eretz Yisrael. In Europe, there was others that Revolva was involved with, including himself. He came from a, a, a secular family. Revolva said, the first Baal Shuva I met here in Eretz Yisrael, was a yid from Haifa. And he told me, Rebbe, I was Mamish Akhoif, I didn't believe in anything. And I lived in a completely Chilonish neighborhood in Haifa. And there was one Shemitoro Mitzvah that I used to pass every day. And he was Makar of me. He from him I became from. So Revolba said, So I asked him, what was the message? You figured the guy must have told him. She must have given a drosha. He said, he passed me every day. He used to wear his talus and film when he went to shul. Passed me every day, he used to say, Boker Tov. So Revolba said, Yeah! I became from because of this year who I passed every day with his towels and film. I was a koifer. And he used to tell me, Boker Tov. 
So Volvo looks at him, he says, what kind of neighbor did you live in? Stein? Nobody said good morning? This is the only you that said Boker Tov to you? Because that's what it sounded like. He said, no. Everybody said good morning. He says, but everybody passed me in the street said good morning. I felt like they're being, they're being proper. You pass a person, a human being in the street, good morning. He says, who birechoti? When he told me, Boker Tov, I felt like this Yid with his Talson film was benching me. You should talk and have a good day. He says, the, the emiskite of his Boker Tov made me want to become a Talson film Yid. That was in Volba's message. The main thing you want to be Makar of somebody, make sure you're pure. Make sure your message is emis. Make sure it's coming from a real place. That's the Ikki Yisoyt. That's the Parecha Sayyidus. Yeah, this Nesim Menorah was Bechad Rechadorah. But it was pure. And the Kahanim that went into the Hechel were in the purest place. In the purest Mats of Ruach. That kind of Nes was able to change Klaas. Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch. Many people don't know this. But those of you that know a little history. Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch was the one who Mamish saved. Mamish, you can't even... We can't measure the amount of Yidin that he saved. He lived mamish in the, in the, in the cesspool of the, of, the, of the reformers, of the masculine. From what I understand, when he started his kehillah, there were 11 families. I think he started with 11 families. Stam Rabbi Sapistin could give us a, a class on that. 11 families. But I heard once from a Biankif that they asked him, they, want to grow the, they wanted to grow the oil a little bit. They started with 11. They said, you know, you're very old-fashioned. Because of Shamshan Falhishik, then Ayeke. Everything, every minig, every takana, everything. You know, if we make it a little more uh, cozy, you know, drop a couple of the small things. We could be Mizrachev. If Shamshan said, only the emes can expand. Only truth can expand. We're not giving up one Nakuda, which is the way Rabaran came to America, the same way. Only the Emmas could prevail. Only the truth, only the pure truth could prevail. They say over, Chavetz Chaim lost his first wife. He was only, I think, in the 60s at the time. Under 70 years old. They read him, the Shidduch, his Sheni, the wife who he married, the second wife, was I think 35 years or something like that, his junior, younger than him. So first they read her, Chavetz Chaim, when, he, when she heard how old he was. So, she was not interested. They told us the Chavetz Chaim. No, she fought she want to live with a guy who's double her age? Come on. She didn't, wasn't exciting. It was not exciting. Bikitsa, she found out about his age exactly. She knew he was, she figured he was in the 50s. You know, there's a big difference. 35 with a 50-year-old, 35 with a 70-year-old. There's a big difference. So when she found out his exact age, she pushed didn't want to meet. And they tried it. They told her, listen, we already... They already arranged wherever the meeting was going to take place. This is the Godla Ador the Chafetz Chaim. You have to go. It's okay. If you don't want, you'll meet him. You'll meet him once, and 
it's okay, it's going to be... For Shtetzach, the rest is history. She married the Chobetz Chaim. They asked her, what did you see? So she said when she met him the first time, her initial reaction was even stronger than it was before she met him. An Altayit, a Kleine, a great man in a, in a small stature, very, if you ever saw a picture of Chaim, very short, with that cap, he wasn't a dashing uh, star. He was an emesis star, not a dashing star. And he told her, the first words that he told her when they met was, he says, listen, I'm an elder yid. I have to tell you what I could do for you. I can't give you youth. He says, Chazal say, you have to love your wife like you love yourself. You have to honor your wife more than you honor yourself. If you become my wife every minute of the remaining years of my life, that's what I could do for you. And thus it does. So they asked her, that's all. <laughs> she said, there was something, the way he said it, that I felt it. Does it if I would say it, <laughs> Chavetz Chaim said it. The Chavetz Chaim said it? Those words. That was it. Das is the koyach von Emes. When Moshe Rabbeinu said, Mecheni no misifrucha asher kasafta Rabbi Yisai. That was the spitz Emes. If Moshe had even one ounce of covered that he was looking for himself, he could have never said the words, Mecheni no misifrucha asher kasafta. Who was Moshe? Moshe v'arai sechodahu. Moshe's purity, the reason why Moshe's voice is so loud is because Moshe said, That's why we hear Moshe's voice. It's, it's, it's the purity of Moshe. Which is the parish of Minu Yikoyhanim. We bring in this midah by not saying Moshe Rabbeinu's name. That's, that's how we hear it even better. We hear it even louder. The absence is the biggest presence. The fact that it's not here, that's the biggest presence of Moshe Rabbein. Now I want to tell you the Drosh Saran. What are Drosh Saran? Drosh Saran What's going on with the Umvatum? Listen to his words. Says the Drosh Saran. I don't understand why the Kohen God had a Umvatum. Urm v'tumim has nothing to do with Avoidah. And if you think about it, at Soif Kol you have a Navi, and you have a Kohen God with the Urm v'tumim. The Urm v'tumim l'chayr belongs more to the Navi. Yedeas, Hasidus, what does that have to do with Avoidah? What does the Urm v'tumim have to do with Avoidah? Has nothing to do with it. Zokt, Zoktel. What is this Indian? Zokteran. Kiva Sherotza Hashem is Bor Shekhen Godel Meshamesh Peshmoyna Kalem. Voidas Asidas Udova Roy Lenovi Veloyla Koyen. Shanyone Anavu Adoras Asidas Veloyling in Avoida. Vinyone Akohona, whom I Savoida Veloya das Asidas. 
Says the Ran. Pulshoyne Azov. That being a Koyan has nothing to do with knowing the future. And knowing the future has nothing to do with being a Koyan. So why do we have a this Urim Vatumim? Which Lachar is more of a, of a Navi. Says the Ran. He says, you know why? Listen to the Lefi when Aaron HaKoyen saw Moshe the first time after Moshe was picked to be Novi Yisrael. So now his younger brother is outdoing him in the Vua. V'somach b'liboy? Zokta zocho ligmul toiv ba'oisoy inyan sheher etuvoy. Kevon shalei niskana b'moshe b'nevua? Zikor Hashem b'chelek hanichbod hazeh shal yidiyas hasidis. Chotaran. The Urim V'tumim was given to Aaron HaKoyin Midik and Egen Midah? Lodas HaAsidahs? Because of his purity. And where was his Tuv L'Vavoy? In this Indian itself. Watching his brother outsteigen in the Vur. Zoktagan, that's why. Lochein, Hoidinu Rabbi Seinu Zuchainu Mavrocha, Shebolei Kohen Golo, Shehasidahs HaNedoyas Alom V'tumim, V'hu Yoyser Min the Ramban by us in the parasha says me'ain zeh, but he says it's ruach hakodesh pochos minavua. The drasha around says yoiser minavua. Durim v'tumim is even yoiser minavua because the the anavi is somebody who's fapsari is yodeya. He gives over the asidos, and when Aaron Akoyin showed his purity, he had to have a chelik in the in 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 the giving over the asidos because the. Taras HaLev is what makes a message be heard. Taras HaLev is what makes a message be heard. The purity and the truth of the message, that's what makes the message taka be heard. Not the loudness, not the charisma, not the excitement. It's the emis, the emiskite. That's what's taka heard. And when Aaron bavised this purity, this Taras HaLev, the Abish said, he has to also give over that seed. He can give over that seed. He's the one that could. Rav Shlomo Brevda, Zechatzadik Levrocha, told me the same thing that that's what the Chazanish told him as well. He always had a, he always, he was a big mashpia. He always had such a cheshik from when he was a young man to be a mashpia. He went to the Chavetz, he went to the Chazanish. The Chazanish told him, first you have to be mashlim yourself. Toyhar Libcha. And the Chazanish told him a scary thing. He said, if the Chavetz Chaim was your age, you're 25, and he would have gone out to try to be mashpi on the world, he wouldn't have had 1% of his success. He became the Chavetz Chaim, the Tahara, the Kedusha of the Chavetz Chaim. Then he was not able to. And I'll just end off with a word from Rebbech Mordechai Yisrachi, Rebbech Mordechai Yisrachi is a great red now. He's a big speaker. He can speak for hours. Adayim Hazei can speak. And he's already in the, in the 90s. So, Gesundheit. See, he was once by an Asifa of, of Gedoli Yisrael with Rav Steinemann, Zechat Tzadik Levrocha. And 
Rav Steinemann spoke, and he spoke. He spoke even before Rav Steinemann got there, he spoke for two hours. It was the one of his asifas. Baruch Mordechai could speak for two hours. He's royal lawyer, so he's still. He could speak for an hour, he could speak for two hours, he could speak for three hours, he could speak. Rav Steinemann spoke for a complete six minutes. So, Baruch Mordechai Zrachi, after Rav Steinemann spoke, and he was sort of like capping up the, 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 the Sifa, he said, Rabbi Sai, Ich hab geret fat zwei Stunde. I spoke for two hours. Und the Rosh Hashiva, Rav Steinemann, hat geret fat six minutes. I didn't even give you one thousandth of what you got from the six minutes of Einstein. If you know Bachmat Chai, you can hear him say it. He said, you know why? He says, I prepared two hours for this drasha today. I polished it properly. I prepared two hours. Rev Steinemann prepared a hundred years for his six minute drasha. Because in a hundred years he made himself Rev Steinemann. And that's what spoke. And when that speaks, you hear. And that's a message to us in life. Whenever we want to give something over to anybody, to a chaver, to a spouse, to a mishpacha, to children, to talmidim, don't speak louder. Don't yell more. Don't frustrate. Purify. Purify. Metayel. And if you're Matthias, you'll be heard. The message of Tahar will always be heard. I wouldn't chat this.